Hello and welcome to Three Putt Par. Today is August 17th. And on today's podcast, we're going to talk about the Wyndham Championship. We're going to talk about how we rate golf courses. Sorry about Ryan's poor enunciation. He meant rate. And we're also going to get a little bit into fitness. So let's get started. Hey, I'm a city golfer. Most of us are. But we carry our clubs in the back of our car. What else are you going to do? You're out of town and you need to waste a whole day and shoot another round. So let's get started with the Wyndham Championship. Um, did anyone watch any part of it? Because I'll admit no. I did not I watch it. I was mad because I didn't set my fantasy lineup. I also did the same thing as the leader for our fantasy segment. So that's just you guys, uh, man. Awful. That's tough. You just didn't remind us enough. I, I, did, I did watch the end of Saturday, though. I watched the last like five holes. Uh, when Siwoo was on a tear. To continue with fantasy, to wrap up this week, I mollywopped everybody. I did. Billy Horschel, Kevin Kisner, and Webb Simpson, who all took top. Um, I had Pat Reed, who had had some really solid rounds. I only had one poor round the entire week. Well, no. But, like, me and you had, like, the same team, but you just had Billy Horschel, and I had Paul Casey, and that's – that fucking well, just no, no, no. I had killed it. I had kids for one more round when you had Paul. I had uh, yeah. Kisner for one round too when he played well. Yeah, well, but anyway, that's that's beside the point. The main issue is that JP and Jimmy didn't set their lineups. <laughs> like, Dude, so now it's <laughs> can, can we explain, please? So the worst part? It's, it's late Thursday morning. Okay. Oh, you, go, you go ahead, Jimmy. Okay, I'll go. <laughs> I'll go. <laughs> The worst part is when you started to make fun of the people for not setting their lineup. I didn't know I was one of the people. <laughs> I almost started making fun of us with you. Yeah, it's 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 Thursday, great. like late morning, and I see a text in the group chat. Like, I literally told you guys to set your lineups, lol, and two of you still didn't do it. And I'm like, yeah, fucking idiots. And then I'm like, I stop, and I'm like, oh shit. Went over to fancy. Went over to my lineup. It said locked. I'm like, no. Was, now that I. I was mad for a good three days. We would have picked Herman. I know we would have picked Herman. I absolutely. So now that JP and Jimmy didn't set their lineups, it's basically a three-horse race between me, Drake, and Jeff. I cannot believe this. No, Stefan's ahead of me still. Ryan, because Stefan's not in our thing. Stefan's not in the yeah, but the fact he's ahead of me after like all this is still funny. We have we have the other guys gapped by over a hundred points, almost one hundred fifty. No, but there's still three tournaments left, and we could. I mean, Jeff, all Jeff needs is one week where he pulls a U this week and wins by like a hundred points, and he can catch up for sure. Yeah, you never know. Everyone on my team finished at that at least eighteen under. But Jordan Spieth shot two under for the week. So yeah, was- why did you pick Jordan Spieth? Jordan sucks. Just figure that out for once. Jordan cheeks. That's why you're never gonna win a fucking fantasy thing. You know, I will oh, say yeah. this though. I will. I will say this. Jordan's probably gonna get eliminated like after the first tournament of the playoffs, and that might actually help Jeffrey because he okay. is forced me, not to pick Jordan. Let me for Jeff for a second. Also, done all his picks on Jordan, so he really can't pick him anymore. Probably. No, that's true. Yeah. Uh, I only have one more pick left. Uh, I'm gonna use it, Jeff. For a second. Jordan can't keep getting worse. Eventually, he's gonna get a little better. You think, right? He, he can't I get worse than this. A little better isn't good enough to pick on a fantasy line. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> It's not. He says, yes, it is. Yes, it is. He's consistently, no. he's consistently bad right now, but he can get consistently mediocre eventually. Okay, well then, 
You know what that's good. He's climbing, dude. He shot 200 this week. That's a good one. I'm picking guys at the top of leaderboard here. What? At the Wyndham? You're saying he shot two under and that's a good week? Jim Herman freaking went 61-63 on the weekend. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'll respect Jim Herman. Okay. And on that note, let's talk about Jim Herman because what a fucking weekend that guy had. 61-63. He now has the same amount of PJ Tour wins in the last 12 months as Rory McIlroy. Absurd. So is he better than Rory, dare I say? <laughs> Conversation well, we have. Absolutely. Uh, to bring Taylor some reviews to that, didn't you say that Rory hadn't finished out of the top five in a tournament until, like, after the restart? Yeah, that's true. You're right, Drake. He, like, he, had, he had, like, thir- 10 straight top tens or something like that. Is Rory now bad at golf? Is that a, good, is that a question? Mm-hmm. No, dude. Rory wins one FedEx Cup playoff a year, so – if you guys pick him in the right week, he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna win one FedEx Cup. One of these three weeks, he's gonna win. What tournament did he win last year in the FedEx Cup, Drake? Oh, fuck. He won, next- he won the Tour Championship. Never mind. All right. He won the Tour. Poor take. He's like won the Tour the last two years, right? No, it was only no, last Tiger year. Won. Or two Tiger. of the last three. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, two of no, the last won, three. Rory won twenty sixteen. Okay. Well, two of the last. Well, fuck. Jim, sorry. Jim Herman looks like a virgin. <laughs> Don't do him like that, man. I'll tell you what, the guy has some, like, awesome tour sauce, though. Yeah, I'm making an observation of the golf. Like, I don't know if you saw some of the twirls and some of the stuff he was doing, like, after he hit shots, but Jim Herman's got some sauce. Yeah, it's complicated. What would you do if next week Jim Herman's sex tape gets leaked? (laughs) I, I, you know, know Jimmy's watching that one. Hand up, I was wrong. Would you watch it and get (laughs) off? Admit he was wrong. I'd, I'd watch I think it. I think you have to watch it to make sure to oh, you know would, would you admit you're wrong. You have to watch it. No, what kind of no? <laughs> that's a, that, that's pretty. That's a little frisky for the podcast. Angle to be really awesome. All right. Well, I think that's enough for the Wyndham. Uh, it got I think the right. <laughs> it didn't. It got the amount of coverage it deserved. Uh, let's move on to the. Uh, <laughs> no offense. <laughs> let's move on to the US Sorry. now. Oh. Real quick, Siwoo Kim almost had two hole in ones in the same round. He did. Oh, yes. he was flagging it that day. He was Ridiculous. lighting it up on Saturday. Sixty-two oh. on Saturday. What if Siwoo Kim could actually putt? Just imagine that. I'm not familiar with this putting game. Is it horrible? Awful. Incredible ball striker. <laughs> Incredible ball striker. All right. Well, Wait, he's ranked. Wait, before we move on to the USM. Can we point out that the senior players at Firestone, four players finished at par better? Yes. Ah, that was cool. – Firestone is just a tough track. They, I mean, it's always fucking hard. And, God, Firestone yeah. He won it. And normally those guys take it deep because they just set the courses up not overly difficult. Then like, Drake, Drake, you go back at the Bridgestone. Like, DJ won that 500 a couple years ago. And then, and then uh, Miguel and Hal Jimenez. And call Montgomery even par. The only guy that par better. I mean, Firestone always plays hard, though. Like, not just for the senior tour. It plays hard for when they had the WGC there. I mean, it's just a really difficult track. I mean, I don't know what else to really say about that. but <laughs> Which is exactly why Tiger shot a 61 there a couple years ago. There you go, exactly. <laughs> Tiger my woods. Tiger my woods. 
Actually, shout out. Uh, I know it's not shout out time, but a quick shout out to Charlie Woods for the uh, oh, W shit. last the weekend. That's five. the tournament of the week. Oh, that is that honestly week. is that should have gotten the headline coverage in this podcast was Charlie Woods' U.S. Yeah, Kids event. That was a mess. <laughs> so, well, is he the next Tiger? Like, are we already calling yeah. it because of that one? No yeah. doubt. Okay. No doubt at all. I mean, he looks just like he, looks like he's the got field. some game. Yeah, he's, he's playing like he's got a different, game. different game than different. the rest. Of them. Probably pretty hard to live under Tiger Woods' shadow, I guess. Or like, God, it's gonna be so tough for him. But when he gets older, it's gonna get so hard for him, dude. Living under Tiger's shadow. The picture of them walking down the fairway, Tiger on the bag, and that other dad on the bag is just so funny. And that other dad. One of these is not like the others. How electric that would be! Just imagine the other dad's like a keep your head down dad, and then there's oh my god. To keep your head down, Dad. Uh, oh, Ryan, Ryan, remember, remember we played Sinaloa, and there's the and there's the dad. Oh. Your fundamentals really broke down on that one. After oh that one. yeah, crappy shot. It's like what? Your fundamentals. It's the dad that just doesn't know anything about swing mechanics, <laughs> but tries yeah. to tell him stuff. But he's like, huh? Uh, all right. Now can we move on to the USAM? <laughs> yeah. Well, we got that out of the way. All right. Um, so moving on to the USAM. I'll tell you, I watched a lot more of the USAM than I did the Wyndham Championship. Absolutely. Yeah. It was also I think golf, to watch, but. It was on a way better time period for us West Coasters to watch it, but I'll also give it up to Golf Channel and NBC. They do a really good job of covering tournaments. Like, a re- like that out, Bones? It's Band and Dunes. How do you not watch a tournament at Band and Dunes? Absolutely. Yeah, that's also true. God, that course was playing brutal the, the first when, few when days. That fog when it was windy. In? Oh, my God. Oh, and then the fog. <laughs> God, I was waiting for the zombie to pop out, dude. Dude, that fog. Like, they couldn't see their ball go like 50 yards. Like, how do you even, yeah, like, I, what do you even, like, line you can't up? Laser to? it. Yeah, what do you, like, laser does That work. was nuts. That was nuts. Um, so congratulations to Ty Strafat Strafachi. I wouldn't butcher his last name, but Fauci. Strif- no, that's sec- a, that, I, I just Tyler Strafachi. Yeah. Tyler Strafachi, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Uh, so he is the second straight Georgia Tech product to win the USAM after Andy Ogletree won it last year. It's a good couple of years for the uh, what are they? The Yellow Jackets, yep. Drake. Yep. Quick one. Do so. you think Kalu? If we played them on our home course, they got no practice round at Tierra Hada. Do you think we'd come within 20 shots of them? Yes. yes. 20 shots? Yes. yes. I'd give us 20 what about shots. 10 shots. No. Possible. No. If we, if I'd, we set the over, I'd set the over under at like 12 and a half to 13 and a half. Yeah, because like that front nine would kind of fuck them up, but the back nine, they but would yeah. just They would just on. tear it up on the back nine. We would shoot 37, and now yeah. all of a sudden, all their guys beat it. They, they on the back end alone, they beat us by 30. Yeah, well, that's why they're uh, Georgia Tech and we're Kalu. So. <laughs> yeah, I bet you we have way more fun. We probably, well, we I don't know. Yeah, Ty Fauci is probably having a ton of fun right now. <laughs> I mean, Georgia Tech doesn't school start now for them, like, and they're all going back to campus. I'm sure they're. Doing winning, some winning the USAM, I heard they said it gets you into the open, yeah. Yes, 
and, and the, the Masters. Masters invite. The British Open, though, yeah. Both, I believe. Actually. Both. Right? Every. I think it gets it gets Masters, U.S. Open, and uh, British. I think. I wouldn't. Yeah, maybe it's all Masters, U.S. PGA. Open. I yeah, wouldn't. Have well, yeah. they, they certainly said the Open for sure, and I just wouldn't have okay, expected so it, that correlation there. So it's Masters, Open, and the U.S. Open, but you have to stay an amateur. It's always like that every year. The finalists, yeah. both finalists. So Ollie Osborne's going to go too. Pretty, pretty cool story for uh, Stefacci because um, he was actually going to turn pro this summer before really? COVID happened. Yeah. Oh wow. So he stayed an amateur, and then it ends up winning a USM. So he's going to have to stay an amateur now for an extra year just to play in the Masters, the majors. He's yeah. Probably going to have to I, I, now. Yes, not this year, next year, 2021. 21. Right. So, yeah. Oh. Uh, oh. But anyway, another another thing we got to talk about with the USAM was there was a lot of talk on Twitter. I don't know how many of you guys saw about how bad, how slow some of the play was, especially towards the, the final couple matches. Oh, yeah. And um, the whole Aman Gupta steps, in, steps right behind line gate. <laughs> I mean, the display of golf etiquette was not very good those last couple of the semis and the, the final. Yeah, I, mean, I didn't see the slow was play. Was it that bad? I, did too. I don't remember. Another guy that sprinted like 12. That feet. was Michael. Oh, yeah. Michael. Michael. I love Michael. But that, okay, that's one thing, though, sprinting in. But the guy, um, like, Amon, like, literally was standing behind. I think it was he was playing Ali Osborne and stepping behind his line. He was, I think, he was playing. He was playing Strafaci. He was playing Strafaci. Yeah, just, like shoot Strafaci, him off, yeah. and then he he was, and then he like walked like two steps, and then he was shoot him off some more. <laughs> yeah. I think the the you know you're in a bad spot standing when the caddy can't like go where he, like his like his dad who's caddying for him was trying to like read his line and he couldn't like read his line because. Gupta was standing in the way. I saw a thing on Twitter. It was like uh, no free reads or something. I thought the caddy was just going to stand right in front of him and block him, which would have been hilarious. <laughs> that would have been great. I love the little, little shoe little that the caddy gave him. <laughs> the little, like, camera. wave. What? Is it just like Bryson's caddy with the camera getting in the oh, way? Oh, yeah. <laughs> right, getting in the again. way. <laughs> God, it was so bad. But no, the slow play, like, I watched it. I watched I think it was the quarters when Gupta was playing Michael Thorbjornsson. And, dude, he was playing so slow also. Like, it was – like, I was watching with Lauren, and Lauren wanted to, like – were they himself. having issues? No, he was just slow. Gupta was, like, considerably slower than Michael. Like, Michael was playing, like, decent, and then, like, Gupta was just ridiculously he wasn't, like, slow. having trouble finding his balls or anything? No, no, it was just bad, like, slow okay. play. Like, it was bad. Okay. And then the final – I heard the final was bad. Like, Strafaci was a pretty slow – yeah, he had a slow, slow moment. Kind of go up and it hit it. Trapachi really tried to yeah. keep the shot. It's God, dude. Slow play just pisses me off so much too. So I, I was not yeah, the, a fan. The of final it. round though, with all that fog, it's hard to commit to a shot. It is, yeah. But it was, it was like some stuff that wasn't due to the fog. That was like reading, like putting, like it just took forever. Like I shouldn't take you that long to putt. We're talking about trying to grow the game. I think slow play is one of the issues with growing the game because golf is not a sport for those that aren't patient. And I think more people don't have patience. So you need to make it, you need to make this a game where you can just step up, hit the ball, step up, hit the ball. Everyone doesn't need to be Brooks Kepka, but we need more people with a little more, a little more rhythm, a little bit more speed. Well, that's all the people at Brookside golf course. <laughs> yeah. Oh you know, my God. 
Uh, that's a slow fucking place, man. <laughs> God, I hate Brookside and their pace of play there. Um, so speaking of slow play, how do so like so Drake said that like we need to combat. Like, how do you guys think that like it should be done? Like, is it a player by player thing? Like, is it a player's responsibility to play faster, or is it something that like player by tournament player. like organizers need to do, or like the people who run tournaments need to like do? I think you need well, I mean I think the only way that you get people to change is by having the tournaments change because if a guy wants to play better and he thinks he's going to play better by playing slow then he's going to do that until he's penalized. Yeah, it's got to be penalty strokes. Facts. Cuz cuz I mean um, and and on top of that if you want to you can't have basically the next generation of golfers would be the fast golfers. Anyone who's playing golf now is not going to overhaul their game for speed unless there's a penalty now you could teach generation to play fast but today but the current guys that are playing golf at the collegiate level right now are not going to rapidly speed up their games until there's penalties i just don't think golf rounds should take more than five hours like even tournament rounds. i just don't think they should take you should be able to play in under five hours comfortably yeah like it's ridiculous that rounds take five five and a half six hours sometimes like it's just not helping anybody and it just makes it just doesn't make it fun for anybody like it's just annoying yeah. uh well glad we had that discussion on slow play oh, any man. other thoughts if we're gonna try to make this comical should we try to bring up any of the worst slow play stories oh i think that's a good idea there's, there's yeah, gotta be that's a good idea for the audience here because man there used to be this kid in my high school league and playing junior golf in the area and his last name was close to mine so we always got paired together in alphabetical order and by the way he almost went to cal loop but this dude so slow he was one of those guys where you just you you're off the tee box you're walking to the ferry you look back and he's still at the tee box you just don't know what he's doing he stands over the ball forever he would be the guy where if you allowed him a wind gauge and a calculator, he would use it in order in order to correct in order to correct the wind to then hit his seven iron thin short right like he did every single time. I am yeah. I, I irons thin short right and I don't take any time doing that. So Yeah, at least you're fast. They be Jimmy. Well, you're actually, gonna hit your irons thin and short right, doing fast. Do it quick. <laughs> Doesn't take much thinking to do that. Well, I guess my other slow slow play story would be when I brought the as we talked about before when I brought the chair to Brookside. Oh yeah. And I sat in the long chair in the tournament. I mean, yeah, that was bad. I mean, Brookside is just horrible. I mean, we had college tournaments there where like our tea times because they like try to pack as many people in before we started. So we'd start like half an hour at least, like late, and then the rounds would go for like five and a half to six hours. Like there were some times that we. Like some some of the later tee times we had out there where we teed off at like we were supposed to tee off at like eleven thirty twelve, gets pushed back to like one, and the sun sets at like seven, six or seven, and we're just we start off at one and we're not finishing like before darkness. Or like we're rushing to finish before darkness. Like that's just ridiculous. Well Serranos too. Well yeah. Yeah. I had a couple of experience in city championships where like you get to like a certain short, like shortest par four or like shortest par five, and there's like a three to four group backup. Now that's just 
that's just annoying. <laughs> Wait, Ryan, how how bad was hole fourteen during? No, fifteen during. No, no, fourteen during Pasadena City Championship on course two. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, it was pretty bad. It Move was on. like it it wasn't as bad as um. What's the hole in the front nine? That's short seven. six, seven. Yeah, it wasn't as bad as that hole, but there was like three groups on it. Seven, it was like three groups on the tee and then a group on the green. That's bad. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just awful. On, I think I think we may need an early guest appearance here who has a good story about slow play. Miss Chloe Barnes, would you want to share your slow play story about what happened on okay. tee box? Okay. Uh, one time I fell asleep on the tee box. <laughs> what? Yeah, it was at a Levis. In the tournament? Was, oh, no, it, was at, it wasn't in tournament. But it was just taking so long that I laid down and I, like, fell asleep for a little hot sec. Were you coming wow. off a bender? No, <laughs> I wasn't over either. It's just sleepy Chloe. It's who she is. That's impressive. Did he believe it? Oh my god, that's it? very impressive. Um, the entire twelve to thirteen year old age category, all backed up on one tee box and had to sit there for an hour, and it ended up with my buddy throwing goose shit at another kid, and then we told him it fell from the sky. <laughs> <laughs> I like that play. God, I, like I like that. that just. Psych out the competition. He was he was really struggling with that one, but that was that was a time, man. All right, so moving on from slow play, let's talk about how we rate golf courses. Um, somebody put this in the like the podcast ideas yeah. the other day, and I thought it was a very good idea. So we have the factors listed here. You can add some after I read them, but like if you have any, but convenience, price, yeah. course conditions, layout. History, food, and practice facilities. I thought like that's a like good rundown of like how I would rate a golf. You gotta add weather. Oh, okay. Okay. Fair enough with weather. So that's eight. Eight fact. I think and I think that's pretty that's kind of how I rate golf courses. I don't know if you guys have any other It's obviously things. like a mixture of everything. Um what's well, your why, huh? I do think I do think when you think about this, that's why we have on a golf trip and for local golf because yep. yeah. there's a lot of different things when you th if you're going to go on a golf trip sometimes has a lot more to do with it on a golf trip than just playing your local track yeah i, th I think yeah, it just i think history definitely has to do it's probably one of the higher priorities on uh his i say history and course layout on golf trips are more of a priority but if um, you had to go pick a golf course where are the top two you're taking in consideration though we're talking about on a golf trip. For a trip? For, no, just like just to pick, play like a casual round of golf around. Local or trip? There's a difference. Local. Like just if you're just going to want to play golf, like I would pick convenience it's and price. price and condition. Okay, well then what about, what about tri a trip then? Trip would be layout and history for me, I guess. And uh, course uh, layout for me. I'll go, I'll go I guess, yeah, on. I don't really care about history as much. Layout and conditions probably for a trip. Yeah. Price though too still kind of like. I, I think the layout and conditions. Layout and con. Um, wait, I'm no, sorry. Yeah, layout and uh, conditions for trip, and then pricing conditions for local. 
Yeah. I'd also go yeah. convenience with local too. Because like, like we, yeah, well, well, the reason why I put convenience for local is like, let's just say you could drive five minutes to a course versus 15 minutes to a course or even 25 minutes to a course. So that's kind of the idea of convenience. But like the 25 minute course is an eight out of 10, but the five minute course is a, is a six out of 10 type things. I mean, for, for, for us, when we're at school, I, you know, nothing beats um, uh, rustic, right? Because you got convenience, price, layout, and condition. That's great. And history. A little well, bit. Not a lot no, of history, but like. Not history. What's the history? Of course I mean, I guess architect. Never mind. I guess I was thinking like history more well, as like. because it's Gil Hans? Gil Hans. Yeah, but I guess that doesn't really count for history, right? I was thinking more like architectural. That's probably layout. Yeah. Well, there's something yeah. to be said about Gil Hans or like renowned architect for sure. No, but no, yeah. No, that's, that's, that's more layout though. That is. Yeah. That's, that's, that's true. Like what's happened there? It's like. That's like arguing Pebble Beach versus Spyglass. Spyglass is known to be a better golf course, but Pebble Beach is a more known bucket list course because of the history there. Well, I mean, and it's Pebble Beach at the same time. Like the view. No, 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 Jim. But that's true. I guess. Pebble Beach. We're trying to find why is Pebble Beach a more desired course than Spyglass? The views. And it's because of the history. And the views. It's because Tiger. Has waxed the field there. The AT and T is there every year. Well, I okay. Well, how about this? If 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 Pebble did not have the history it had, where would you rather play? Pebble, still. Spyglass, Spyglass, without a doubt. Ooh. Spyglass is a better golf course than Pebble Beach. You can depends on what you want in your golf course, huh? It depends on if you want the views or you want like, because Spyglass is a harder golf course than Pebble. Uh, yeah. Spyglass, don't have, Spyglass doesn't have the views holes. Holes two. Uh, Spyglass also has the views. Yeah, oh, that's true. Are, are, no, you're right. Overlook the ocean completely. Uh, yeah, but like, no, look, I kind of have to agree with Drake here. Look at holes six, seven, eight, and nine and ten at Pebble. Oh yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah, that's a tough call. Eighteen. I mean, 17. even the holes are in the great holes. I understand Drake's point, but at the same, I understand Drake's point, but Pebble is just so yeah. Got it. That that would be a tough call, Pebblers. If if without like ignoring, if you ignore Pebbles, if Pebble had no history, that I think that'd be a really you tough call. Both history Pebble versus like that's just me. Spyglass. It's a harder golf course. I mean, if I get done, yeah, it's a harder golf course. But like at at the same time, like Tierra is a harder golf course probably than Pebble. That may be a stretch, but that's a stretch. <laughs> why, a lot Drake. more unfair. Drake, why are you acting like? Having a harder golf course makes it more fun to play. Yeah. Okay, how about this? Okay, so put – what would you rather play, Loppy or Pebble? It's Pebble. Are we throwing price out the window? Yes. Jeff's yeah. just saying that Loppy is a harder course. Yes, Loppy is a harder course, but I haven't played Pebble. And if, if and you didn't say we have to throw a history, so I'd choose Pebble probably. Have you played Spyglass? Yeah, I played Spy. But you haven't played Pebble. No, but I'd still we choose Spy in the NCGAM also in a tournament. Anybody <laughs> played LA Country Club or? Oh God! Mute him. All right. Anyone played Riviera or Sherwood? <laughs> anyone played their uh, local Muni? <laughs> Jeff, what? Did Wait, you has play? anyone has anyone played the Stanford Golf Course? I've walked <laughs> it. 
Chloe seems like she's played it. <laughs> Good thing. Unfortunately, I haven't. Huh. For all the listeners out there, that's an inside joke of me being an idiot. Continue on. You can't really explain that. That's just an inside joke. Yeah. That's just. Well, I'll try <laughs> to explain it. Drake oh. asked the room. No, well, Drake asked Chloe if she had played yeah. Stanford Golf Course just so Drake could say that he played Stanford Golf Course. It had nothing to do with Chloe, ever. Hold right, up, guys. Let's. Let, let, should we get into a debate about him? Um, for your local golf, what do you think is more important: practice facilities or course conditions? Course conditions. Like, like let's just say, let's just say the range grass is all right, but it has a great big chipping green, great big putting green, but a double golf. What are you asking? Are, are you asking if we were if we were to go like play around, or if we were to just like choose one of the courses? Not to just play around, but but like it's in your area, you're gonna go to this course more often. Not a single round. What's the part of home course? A good like a good condition golf course or a better like practice facility place? Correct. Thank you, Jeff. And good I'm gonna practice golf course. Because I think the best practice is playing, so I'd rather play more often on good condition. Uh, I disagree, I'm sorry. Uh yeah, I have to take practice facilities because I mean it, it if I could play the course for like at a very good rate, maybe I'd take the, but if the course is kind of expensive. Oh, that's a tough one then. Cause I would play, I agree. I'd like playing a lot more than practicing too. So yeah. I think there is a, I really think that when people play, okay, this is going to be a hot take. Get ready boys. Oh no. Oh, God, here, we go. here we go. Get the quotes out. Write it down boys. I think when people play, <laughs> Do pure of golf courses all the time. They get so spoiled when they play anywhere else. They become the super big babies because they're not perfect course conditions, and they they lose shots by thinking about the course conditions rather than just trying to execute what they can do. I that definitely like happens. Wow, well, that's not a hot take at all. I can't believe you warned us that that was going to be a hot take. That wasn't even a, that was like the best take you've ever had in your life. We scared him because we we broke him into a multiple times. I'm joking. His head or out of the world. What's your That's pretty accurate. My algorithm is broken. I'm sorry. Yeah, Drake just doesn't understand the scale for what takes should be. Then what's, wait, Drake, what's your freezing cold take of the day then? Mm. I think he asked, no, you can't ask him. You got no, those just come up. Oh, now he's going <laughs> to. thinking about it. No. Drake, come back to the. Drake, we'll, we'll come back to you on that because it's going to, you'll probably have a freezing cold take at some point. Because, yeah, freezing cold takes are spontaneous. I can't. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you can't ask him to come with a freezing cold take. No. Oh, wait. I have to lie for, it to be freezing, for me to feel like it's a freezing cold yeah. take. No, yeah. Drake's freezing cold takes brew naturally and come up when you least expect them. All right. Now we got Chloe Barnes here. Uh, she's a member of the Cali women's golf team. She is uh, she definitely hits it the furthest out of any girl I've ever seen in person. Uh, she hits the gym all the time. So here's Chloe Barnes. Um, Chloe, I have a question for you. I have recently been working out a little bit, trying to get on the fitness grind, you know, trying to be my best self. What, what is maybe one or two golf-specific exercises that you think help, the game, help hitting it further? the best in the gym? I would definitely say squats are a great exercise. Tiger Woods, and fire then, the glutes, always, yeah. 
Exactly. That lower um, body strength is really important. And then also some core exercises. So I would say one of my favorites is throwing, doing a rotating and throwing like a med ball med or a yoga ball. ball. It kind of mimics the golf motion as well. Yeah, I like that. Um, another question I had, what, what would you recommend for maybe like a, a pre-round meal or maybe some snacks on the golf course too, just to get you, you're, you know, energized and uh, able to, to get all 18 in? Chick-fil-A. Yeah. <laughs> I would <laughs> recommend Chick-fil-A, but no, I would actually say, I know in high school, our coach made us eat every three holes which seems like a lot. No, he literally did make us do this. But if you think about it, you're out for so long and you're expending that much energy that you need to be eating the whole time, even if it's just a few almonds or my go-to is a PB&J. Nice. Uncrustable or like... Oh, wait, hold on. Oh. What's up? Was that oh, no, I was gonna, PB&J oh. or all natural? All natural. Okay. Crunchy peanut butter and Dave's killer. Okay. Well, fun fact: the Exeter Monarchs used to have KFC before before golf tournaments. So we won every tournament we entered. So I think <laughs> hey, hell KFC. yeah. Um, no, I did actually want to mention before we moved on. Chloe's was it your mom? Chloe's mom made these like protein balls one time at Olivas. She's probably done this multiple times. So recently renamed Birdie Balls. Um, oh, they're balls. like Very peanut nice. butter, oats, protein powder, coconut, chocolate mm. chips. They are amazing. They look like they look like a testicle. Yes, they are. I remember like I'm not a big eater on the golf course, but like I had some of those at Olivas, and they were like I really like those. Yeah, that was- I'm horrible about that. I always like I, well for a while. Jeff provided all my snacks on the golf course. Jeff Perry, not Lindgren. Um, <laughs> like I just moot. I just mooch off his fruit snacks or something. Um, but I, I try to... course, fruit snacks real quick. Quick shout out to them. Shout out fruit snacks. Um, I try to eat on the golf course and I pack a snack and then I realize I don't eat anything until like the 17th hole and I just scarf it all down. I do the same thing. I assume that doesn't help. It's not very good. Much. I personally don't like eat. I got something I need to do more, but I just don't like eating, man. And then there's me. Wait, why did he... I remember at the West Cup, uh, my, my freshman year, they had Chipotle catered, and I ate two burritos. Oh, for... I think I ate two Chipotle two burritos. Two Chipotle burritos. That is hefty, yeah. dude. No, or no, or no. Yeah, you know, because that was my freshman year. Now, granted, maybe it didn't work because that was the tournament. That was my highest collegiate golf score in a single day. What was it? But, uh, I think I went like 83, 85 or something. It was so bad. All right. It was, it was, it was the historic Sierra Laverne. Back to <laughs> Chloe. Um, h- Chloe, a little two-parter here. How many times a week do you work out? And then what do you think is – because, like, I heard, you know, you want to obviously keep your normal routine, maybe going into a tournament. You don't really want to switch things up. But if you are somebody that maybe works out every day, do you want to work out before a tournament or a golf round, or do you want to save that energy? I would say, so I normally work out five or six times a week. Um, 
I wouldn't if it was before a tournament, I wouldn't work out. I would save that till afterwards. Or if I knew I was going to work out, I wouldn't be lifting super heavy. I would be doing more like maintaining weights, not trying to, I don't want to be sore tournament. So that's more of like a good off season thing to work on is building up your strength then. Maybe some yoga pre-tournament. I like the sound of that. I do enjoy yoga. That's something I like to incorporate at least twice a week into my routine, and it definitely helps the golf game. Hey, have you gotten Drake to do? Have you gotten Drake to do any yoga yet, Chloe? We, we've all been to um, yoga with Chloe before. Yeah, I convinced a lot oh. of to go to yoga at Kalu when it was offered there. That was very and fun. I did play yo. I did do yoga one time before I played golf, and I hit a nuke. Yeah. <laughs> I hit a nuke right down the middle of the first fairway. Played like yeah. the rest of the day, but hey, I guess it's only it's it worked for something. Yoga is very good. I I wish I could do yoga better. I like I will like watch these like YouTube like yoga guides, and they're just like doing things that like I can't even get like twenty five percent of the way to like what yeah. they're doing like with their bodies. It's it's uh, kind of depressing. And I have one last question for Chloe. Okay, are you ready, Chloe? I'm ready. Would you rather have three arms or one oh, leg? God. Not this. This. this is no. Now no, listen up. Listen, the third arm comes out of your chest, and it has a thumb on both sides, so it's ambidextrous, <sighs> and and you would be able to get a prosthetic. The oh. Yours. So that's really tough because I more I like working out like my upper body more. No, <laughs> um, but you know the lower body, you got the booty, like so. It's kind of like I don't know. I think I would still go with three arms though if I could get that process. Damn it! Yes. Holy, that's what Jimmy's. <laughs> oh wait, no. Wait, no, yeah, Jimmy. No, won. I got one leg. So Jimmy won good. Jimmy oh, yeah. won one leg. Drake, why are you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Drake, what? Drake, you got it backwards. She answered correctly. I will yeah, Drake, die. You got it backwards. I will die on the one leg hill. No, oh, you can't. Have, this is an easy one. Yeah. On the one leg? I thought you weren't with Jimmy on this. I thought no, it was I everyone. Was on one leg, Brian, the whole time. What? Nice. No, not nice. Dude, no. It's three arms, dude. It's three arms. Oh, you can't lose a leg, man. Oh, you don't think that third arm would just get in the way of more things than it would help? I think so, too. Wait, wait. So you have three arms like, and two normal legs? or you have? Yes. Oh, I see. Like just picture, oh. just picture this. Just picture having oh. one of those. <laughs> okay, then That's I would definitely have two arms and a prosthetic leg. Thank Perfect you. Yeah. answer. That Very makes good. way more sense. Way I more mean, sense. No. Yeah. No. Ryan, next time we get together, but we're gonna think about it. Three arms. Think about what you could do with that. But I could, yes. And you don't lose a leg. You I'll continue leg. this. We're gonna demonstrate what it feels like to you. And you're gonna realize. But you would be like I want my legs team. though. I want you my leg. Be... I don't want a prosthetic leg. Ryan, you can do all the things you, you do. Can so much faster. But no, you can't. You That's couldn't. the thing. There's not room. You can't for do all the things you do. You couldn't. I don't think you could type, Chloe. That's a bit of a stretch. I've been sitting here at my uh, laptop editing, and I could definitely use a uh, third arm right now. Thank you very much. Ryan, name one thing you could not do with with a prosthetic leg. Uh, you couldn't like move as fast as you. You couldn't run as fast incorrect. as you wanted to. Incorrect. Incorrect. Runners, <laughs> Olympic runners incorrect. with a prosthetic incorrect. leg, and things like a like a springboard.
Yeah, okay, I'm just questioning mobility on my like leg with the prosthetic. I don't think I'd have the same mobility on my leg. And I don't want a prosthetic. I it's just, like, would, I, would I rather <laughs> add or subtract? And it's going to be add. I just don't want a prosthetic. I don't want to have a fake leg on me. I want Oscar my leg. Oscar Pistorius. I knew you were going to bring up Oscar Pistorius. Well, we he had a leg and he ran fast. <laughs> we can't talk about him on this podcast, Jimmy. We can't. Oscar not Pistorius. Not as a runner. Not as a murderer. No free clout. Ugh. It's like, of course you can talk about Pistorius as a runner. You, like you can talk about OJ Simpson as a football player. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh. Hey, technically OJ is innocent, man. So like, hey, what are you talking? Gloves, if he the gloves don't fit, you must quit. <laughs> Come on, now, Jimmy. <laughs> All right. Um, thank you, Chloe, for that insight. No, Chloe can stay on. The, yeah, Chloe can stay and, on for shout. And out. now I have. I have, um, if you guys don't mind. I do mind. Would, uh, rank, rank your seven wonders of the world. And I'll list them. Half of them, dude. I don't know. I'll list them. I'll list yeah, them. Yeah, you gotta list them, Jimmy. I'll write it down in the outline. Okay. <laughs> Why are we doing this? Let me know when you're ready. Okay. Jimmy, the pyramids of Giza. You know what they are, Drake, I promise. The pyramids of Giza. Oh, that's okay. Okay. The Great Wall of China. Which is the, the pyramid in Mexico. Oh god, I cannot spell cheats. That's fine. Just write pyramids Whatever. in Mexico, I guess. Okay. <laughs> um Okay, go ahead. Christ the Redeemer, which is the statue of Jesus in Brazil. It's big. Um, yeah, it's okay. big. <laughs> Petra's cool. <laughs> the, the city of Petra, which is oh, a city what? the city of Petra, which is Built into the wall of is Stonehenge. Is nope. Stonehenge one? No. Oh damn. Nope. What about the Taj Mahal? The Taj Mahal. Oh okay. Drake, don't that talk. One I'm more. almost done. Uh, the Colosseum in Italy. You guys know that one. I think that's it then. That's seven. Well, Falls was one. There's like different lists. There's like different. It's like Ryan. I also have Machu Picchu here, so maybe they. Uh, That's eight been, then. Well. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I didn't think these were the seven wonders of the world. Yeah. I thought that I thought some of these were natural phenomena. I thought the Northern Lights were. One. I thought they were all natural. Those phenomena. are the natural, natural wonders of the world. Oh. Yeah. Oh. So I'll I'll rank mine if you guys don't mind, and then we you guys can pinball off of that. Um, I'm going pyramids of Giza one. Um. I'm going Petra 2. I think that's kind of a, a dark horse, but I'm going Petra 2. Dark horse. Um, Machu Picchu 3, Great Wall of China 4, Chichen Itza 5, Christ the Redeemer 6, Taj Mahal 7, Coliseum 8. No. You're really putting uh, Great Wall 4? Great Wall 4. Interesting. Okay, this, okay, I know Wikipedia is not a trusted source, but Wikipedia says that the pyramids aren't on there, and that, that would make seven, like the Which, pyramids of, in Egypt. Oh, there's no way the pyramids aren't on there. That's my number one. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, fine, we can do eight. We'll do eight. We'll do eight. Yeah, there you go. So that's my list. Dude, I can't, I don't even know half of these things. I can't rank them. 
I don't think we I've can only... read these until you've seen them in person to really understand the No, I'm not even in person. No, this... at least like you got to know about them. Then you can. I think this is, Jimmy's, this is Jimmy's. Uh, this is Jimmy's. Sexism. Well, then this could just be my thing. That's my list for thing. all of you I out there um, that wanted to know. Phone. All of you that were curious about my list of the wonders of the world. Um, yeah. Wait, each week from now, can we just have like each person have their own like five minutes of just like going on whatever they want? I think that's kind of, oh, kind of like what. I think I'm kind of the random guy. No, kind of like what uh, what such ESPN pardon my take does. No, it's, or is it's it? Barstool. It's not ESPN, but yeah. No, no, no. They some uh, there's this game show on ESPN that they do that too. They like you if you win the show, you can go on this like rant. Oh, I forgot what the show. Pardon the interruption. Oh uh, yeah, there was an pardon the interruption, but there was also another show that did that. No, oh, whatever. But yeah. Anyways, um, that's oh, big underrated. Oh, around the horn. Yes, that's what I was. That's what I was thinking of. Good looks, Jeff. I won the game. My turn. I have five okay, minutes. are we all doing this? This this pod. Oh, five minutes is way too much. We gotta. Yeah, we got to save this for, like, oh, we can start this next pod, or we just got to go one minute. Yeah, I think we should start it. Should we start it next week? Yeah, Yeah, let's start this next week, because this is – we didn't plan for this. The podcast has gone on for a pretty I'd long time. So, does that mean we just finish with Shots of the Week and Shoutouts? Yeah, we can do Shots of the Week and Shoutouts. I was going to say we just finished with Shoutouts, but – Yeah, I mean, I don't have any I don't have any Shots I, of the I Week. I one shot, and it was, it was the one that ended up on the um, – that ended up on the podcast story that was quite confusing. I had a tee shot that was about 60 yards left offline. I ended up left of the putting green and got free relief from um, a concrete left of the putting green, and I had to hit it over the putting green, over the clubhouse, and over a pond onto the green. And I was off of a downslope, and I had the low pull hooks that day. And let me tell you, <laughs> I was really – about, about a low pull hook straight into straight into the outdoor patio right there. The only <laughs> thing that saved me was 130 yards, so I had a pitching wedge. And I and I just it was the one shot. I was like, you know what? You, if there's one shot, you got to keep this club face open. It's this one, and I just lobbed it on the green to the right side. But I was damn scared about killing some old guy right there. <laughs> oh my god, I'm sure you were, man. <laughs> That's a little scary. I know plenty of people. <laughs> yeah i mean from what i saw on the instagram you look like you were fucking i don't know what i don't know how you ended up in that spot no more shots of the week i don't have any i haven't played golf this week shout out time all right so we're gonna we're gonna end with our shout out to the week and as we always begin with the last place finisher in the PA Tour event, and this week the credit goes to Martin Trainer. Congratulations on isn't your it, plus twelve, huh? Isn't that his second one? No, I don't think so. I don't remember him being on here. No. Okay. But, I think you're thinking Martin of Trainer. Uh, <laughs> no relation to said Megan, sure uh, but seventy six seventy six for a plus twelve finish. Yeah. yeah are, are we sure of that? Can we confirm that? Can we get our uh, their last our names are spelled okay. different? Uh, unless they have different spelling last names and their siblings, maybe. It happens all the time. <laughs> happens all the time. Uh, yeah, congrats to Martin. Uh, it's all last place finish. So that's – I'll have some more shout-outs later, but if anyone else wants to go next. Uh, my shout-out. Um, do it. Don't you do it, you motherfucker. <laughs> 
I don't think he was going to do it until you said that. He might do it now. He's going to do it. He was going to do it. He was trying to slow play us. <laughs> All right, Jeff, you got to go. Shout, shout out um, Jim Herbert. Jim Herman, no, no respect. Oh, Jim Herman. Jim Herman. No respect to Jim Herman. Oh, come on. <laughs> call him Jim Herbert. It's not even, couldn't even be cousins. That, is, that just shows how much I know about him. That, that I name. battled him and he had an original shout out. He panicked to find another one. Drake was in my head there. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. I, oh, my God. Um, you said Jordan. Yeah, no, no. No, but yeah, Jim, Jim, Jim Herman, Jordan Spieth had a good week. Um, two under. Um, step in the right direction. Derek mute him. Derek mute him. Mute him. Um, I'm it's happy. a character building round. All right, he's muted. Um, I'll go. <laughs> go ahead. Get silence the truth, <laughs> damn it. Um, my my shout out of the week. Uh, I have three. Um, but there there's an umbrella overarching theme for these three. It's a uh, keystone species, um, species which are necessary for the environments that they live in for everything, maybe they go unnoticed, kind of um, an underdog of sorts. Um, so I'll go with um, seaweed. Um, a lot of photosynthesis going on. They provide a habitat for animals under the sea. Seaweed is one. Um, bees, gotta save the bees, that's a problem. They pollinate, the pollinators. Pollinators are huge. And um, bees are just chillers in general. And um, algae, those are my shout outs, thank you. I would have to say seaweed is a good food item to be eating i had some seaweed salad this last weekend and it's I a like it's a good one big time yeah yeah um one of my sh- another shout out is a uh, sedimentary rocks um i've, I've always that thought gonna um, be, that was gonna be my next week food. jeff you got me sorry but shout out sandstone yeah. and sedimentary rocks so oh, that's yeah. me Shout out LA Clippers winning the first game. One step closer. Oh, I was going to get a basketball one. And, uh, even, even. Oh, yeah. Speaking of that, shout out Suns. Um, all those Suns fans out there, making- I know you guys are loyal. Rise up. The Suns going to rise again. Um, but yeah, that's all I got to say. You can't rise again if you've never risen before. <laughs> the sun always rises the next day, Ryan. Okay, there's just been a, there's been a fog for the past what 20, 30 years. They've never won. won well, okay, I think their last no, right, they've so won in like nineteen sixty or seventy or something like that. I don't even I don't know. All right, in the beginning there wasn't sun. Then how about that? Now there's gonna be sun next year. So <laughs> shout out. Deepo. Oh, they have they have no championships. So. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I think LeBron's gonna go to the Suns in no, two years. That's what? my thing. Um, Derek, meet him again. <laughs> Jesus, just kick him. What is this guy saying, man? God. He's just spreading. Just, yeah, no, we got to rename the freezing cold take guy to Jeffrey at this point with those awful takes. So, Derek, um, did you finish up with your shout out? Uh, I already gave a Charlie Woods one. I think I think it's my big one for this week. I'll give one to his dad, too, because I think he's going to play well this week. So. <laughs> shout out to, shout out to shout the father son duo. Yeah. Oh, big shout out to Oh, Steph oh my gosh, thank you. Oh, shout I was going to go next for that. a W. Yeah. A fatty W. In match match I don't know if he's going to listen to this, but was that match yeah, play? it was a match. Yeah, match I saw the bracket. Yeah. One 5 and 4. He just What a final. Why waste your time? Oh, you just really. 5 under through 14, 5 and 4, absolute routing. Just All system stuff. Yeah. All system stuff. <laughs> Congrats, Steph. We're proud of you. All right, Derek, you got one? 
Um, I've got shout out to Michael Thornbjornson and Carl. They did a good job, and then they lost. So very right. sad. To Quick see. interjection. Interjection. They talked about Carl a lot for <laughs> for someone oh, for someone did. who didn't play that tournament. They were talking Woo! about him all the time. Dude, they had to. Do they? Who who else do you have content for there? Like Carl's like the only guy that you have content for that you know like That's anything good. about content about people quit going over the same damn guys that basically just don't get to go to school and practice every day must be nice I mean, but who, what are you going to cover at the usam besides that though like there's really not much to cover the strafacci family lineage talk about the strafacci there's 214 there's 200 players in the field to start out 64 in match play someone there has to have an interesting story other than carl Phillips. Oh, they got to do better journalism to find those interesting stories. I don't know. I'm, if I, if they didn't pick me, which I don't know why they didn't, man, dude, they could have great <laughs> there. Drake, you're going to play in next year's USAM. They're, they'll give you a special invite. No, I'm just going to qualify. Or you can qualify too. Get, uh, put Exeter put um, on the map. One last shout-out shout for me. Uh, shout-out Derek. For having Jid view his uh, Instagram story. Hey, shout out to Christo, too. Hey, they're at everyone. Some, they're at some house. I don't know what they're doing, but it looks like they're having fun. So, everyone go and listen Prod to, um, to Prod by Han. Yeah, everyone sub to Prod go by Han. It's a must. You won't be disappointed. Maybe a little it's disappointed, but. Prod by Han. <laughs> if, you, if you're disappointed, then just don't listen to this podcast, then. So, yeah. <laughs> um, and also, Drake brought up the Clippers. Shout out Celtics um, for getting the game one W, one up, one up on Philly. Um, the quicker we send Joel and beat home, the faster I'll be happy. Wait, did the playoffs start already? Huh? Yeah, the playoffs just started. Oh, that's lame. Yeah, and the Suns aren't a part of it, so oh. shout out Dame Lillard too. Dame Lillard. Yeah, that's, that's a shout out right there. Uh, all right. Well, Chloe, do you have any shout outs? That you wanna you wanna give anybody a shout out? You can shout out yourself. Any Instagram thing, anything that you wanna promote. Uh shout out to Love flossing. Promotion. Always stay waxed. God damn it. Always right. stay waxed. Always stay waxed. That might Jesus. I haven't heard that so long. Um so I guess that'll do it then, huh? That was a fun one this week. Yeah. Um that was a fun one. Uh, be sure to follow us on Instagram, 3PuttPar. Uh, and tune in next week where we'll start recapping some FedEx Cup action. 15 mil, baby, on the line. Let's go. When will this be out? Woo! What day of the when, week will this podcast be Wednesday out? Wednesday or Thursday. If it's out It'll on Wednesday, for... then check out the What's in the Bag Wednesday that was posted today. Oh, that is true. Yeah. Future thinking Ooh. right there. Wait, yeah. can I honor to What's in the Bag Wednesday this week? All yours. No, 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 I need to do it this week because oh. I'm home and I have tools at home that I need for this. Okay. Okay. God. I'll take what's in the week afterwards then. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. Tune right. in next week. Love you. Bye. See you guys soon. Adios. Hey, I'm a city golfer. Most of us are, but we carry our clubs in the back of our car. What else you gonna do? When you're out of town and you need to waste a whole day and shoot another round